This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Welcome to the first Animal Angels podcast. Yay! So excited. No. <laughs> Me too. I'm Michelle Harris. And I'm Alexandra Paul. And we are only part of the Animal Angels Rescue Group. We are actually a group of women who work in entertainment, predominantly in front of the camera, but we are also devoted to animal rescue, advocacy, education, outreach. And just helping animals in any way possible. And that's really how we came together. Because if you live in Southern California, especially work in entertainment, we would all see each other, not only at doing rescue events, but doing awareness and doing red carpets and things like that. So we kind of met and just decided, you know what? None of us are Angelina Jolie, unfortunately, or the Kardashians in a different way. So let's kind of pull together work as a team and get the message out about helping animals. And uh, let's talk about some of our other members, first of all, Um, one of which is actually we're about to go to one of her own events this afternoon, a dog adoption is Taylor Hasselhoff. Yeah, Taylor Hasselhoff. And she's wonderful. She, of course, is the daughter of David Hasselhoff, with whom I worked for five years on the series Baywatch. That's right. Alexandra. And Taylor was born, I think. Oh, I didn't didn't want to call you an icon. Um, But yes, Alexandra was on Baywatch. So she's forever eternally a Baywatch babe. And I will say, I didn't really watch you know, Baywatch, but I've seen all your pictures and, and things like that. I think a lot of guys watched Baywatch. It was extremely popular, but it you look a very popular show, but a lot of people, you yeah. look every bit as beautiful as you did on Baywatch. And, and Taylor, it just kind of happened organically. It was nothing because, you know, obviously you and David are friends, but Taylor is very involved in helping animals. So she joined the group and she was actually on a show on E called the rich kids of Beverly Hills. And so she still does a lot of different TV shows. And we also work with um, Patricia, Patricia De Leon. Yeah. And people in, you know, in the English speaking market may not be as familiar with Patricia, but she's a former Miss Panama. And she is wonderful because she helps us so much when we're doing events where there's a lot of people who speak Spanish and mine is uh, basically non-existent. It's like no carne and cerveza. Uh, <laughs> no meat and no beer? Or do you want a beer? No, I don't drink beer, but I just know the word for beer. I also know a couple of words that I can't say on our podcast, <laughs> but that's about the extent of my Spanish. She is wonderful and also does a lot of TV shows on Univision mm-hmm. and Tulamundo. And, um, and then also Carrie Kasem works with our group. She's really kind of focused on elder abuse since everything happened with her dad. She's a daughter of Casey Kasem, the radio DJ and top 40 countdown host whom I used to listen to. All these, the fathers of our animal angels, I've had some connection. You don't have any connection to my dad. (laughs) Patricia's because uh, I guess she was born in Panama. So I didn't get to meet her dad. I feel kind of old right now. <laughs> no, you no know. I used to listen to Casey Kasem when I was a kid. Everyone yeah. listened to Casey Kasem when, they, when yeah. they were kids. If you were a kid in the 80s, you listened to, you know, American. I love it. When you were a kid in the 80s. I was a kid in the 70s. Well, if you're a kid in the 80s, you listen to American Top 40. Yes. So, 
you know, we love that. And yes, there's some famous fathers in our group, I would say Um, a lot of second generation Hollywood, but just so devoted to animals. And I think, you know, coming from your set Baywatch, a lot of animal girls just were on that set. Oh, you know what? It's I, I, I'm so excited to see what my fellow cast members on Baywatch do. For example, you know, Pamela Anderson is a huge advocate for animal yes, rights. Yes, she is. And Donna Derrico really worked hard during these recent California fires rescuing animals up in Malibu. And we're going to talk a little bit about that later in the podcast. And oh, and I should I forgot to mention through all this, I host the television show for those of you who hopefully have seen it, but for anyone who has not. I, I haven't. Ho- it's amazing. You didn't see me on Baywatch, but I watch you on the Live and Well. <laughs> yes, I host a television show called the Live and Well, and it's just like it sounds. We help you live better, eat healthy, look great. We just want you to look great and feel great and just have your best life. So that's what we do on Alive and, and you're Well. you're a perfect host for that, Michelle. Oh, really. Thank you, you so are. much. No, I just want everyone just to feel wonderful. And that's what we do with angels. I want people and animals to feel great and have wonderful lives. And we're syndicated nationwide. So just check your local listings just to put <laughs> in a plug for um, my show. But Uh, We have a lot of things we're going to talk about today, and especially we've just come from having the fires going on here in Southern California. Yeah. So, you know, let's talk a little bit about this is something that all of us need, whether you're in Southern California or, you know, you've just gone through the floods. Like I used to live in Florida, so we're used to having hurricanes, but you have to prepare blizzards, hurricanes, earthquakes, fires. You have to have an evacuation plan for yourself and your pets. So we wanted to talk a little bit about not only how important that was, but what you should have. So one of the first things that's a really good idea to have is something called a rescue alert sticker. Sam. My cat, Sam, is just scratching the sofa. (laughs) We have animal intervention in our Animal Angels podcast. Is is Sam the one who's been peeing? Yes, Sam's been peeing. And that's for another show. (laughs) We'll try and figure out some solutions. Get a rescue alert sticker. That is a sticker that you put on your front window or front door that will tell first responders how many animals are in the house. So they know if they're coming in and there's a problem like a fire, they know whom to look for. Right. So hopefully if you are not at home, they can get your pets out to safety. But if you're expecting a natural disaster, like we recently had, and if you're in a hurricane area and things like that, you have warning. And so if you're evacuating, you want to make sure that you have certain items that, first of all, you want to have a place to, if you're not going to take your pet with you, have a friend somewhere that you can drive to and leave your pet with. That's extremely important. Yes. Now you can either find a boarding kennel or if there's, you can contact your animal shelter to see if they will take the animal uh, during an emergency. If you're going to go to a a city shelter for evacuees, most cities take animals, but double check because, you know, we're in California, it's different here than in other states. So make sure that wherever your evacuation area is, that they will take pets. But I know most of them are starting to take pets because people are staying in their homes because they don't want to leave their pets. Yeah. I wouldn't leave my pets. No, me either. I would never, I would never, ever, ever leave without my pets or at least having a safe place for them to stay. And one of the things you also want to do is make sure they're microchipped and that you have different things like certifications for a rabies vaccine. Because mm-hmm. even if they're in a safe place, if they were to somehow get loose, 
in some areas, they will not give you back your pet unless you, A, you have to have proof of ownership of that pet. And you also need to have proof that they've been vaccinated. Now, is that vaccinated for rabies? Is that just for dogs or would it be for cats and bunnies and Uh, bunnies do not require any vaccinations. So I think it's just for cats and dogs. Okay. I didn't even know it was for cats. I'm not even sure if my cats have had rabies shots. That I check. (laughs) I don't know, but I, especially with dogs, I do have to have rabies vaccinations. Not every cat goes outside. So the laws may apply differently depending on where you live. Right. Now, one thing when we were actually, we did not have to evacuate this past week, but we did have our cars packed and ready to go because just two miles as the crow flies, they had to evacuate. So we included litter box, extra litter, extra cat food, and of course, the cat, the pet carrier. And a first aid kit's always good to have and any medications they may be on. Right, right. And I think that one also good thing is to have a recent photo of your cat just in case something happens. Or your dog. Or your oh, I'm sorry. Or you're I'm so centric right now. I'm thinking like of my cat. fully into yeah. cat mode. Sorry. Cat, dog, hamster, rabbit, bird, whatever your pet of choice is. Yeah, just in case. And it's it's just in case you need to uh, either you're separated from your pet or you need to make posters to try and find your pet. Or even to identify them if they've ended up at a shelter. Yeah. So that's always a good thing to have. Now, people are so much better now. The, The government and community entities are so much better in allowing people to keep their pets, even if normally they might not, like for example, on a bus or something that's traveling outside of an area that's dealing with a disaster, they might have changed the rules with pets in terms of allowing them in or hotels often will allow pets just at an emergency time. Well, actually hotels are even a lot more pet friendly than they used to be. So if you're evacuating to a hotel, you can do that. Also make sure you have leashes, collars, but you know, I think it's always good, much like for people that you have an evacuation kit. And I know people don't think about it till I didn't have one. Yeah. Until you like know that there's an earthquake, which you can have about 10 seconds now with our alert system before an earthquake. But, you know, fires, um, spending time in Florida, you do know the hurricane's coming. Just have everything together and make sure that your family is safe and out of harm's way as well as your pets. And then you have anything you may need in case a situation arises. And there's also more information on that. You can go to the LucyPetFoundation.org, which is Lucy Pet Foundation, and they have a very, very concise list of things that you need in order to evacuate, which they're Southern California organization, but again, it applies to everyone. Great. Excellent. So, well, let's hope there are never any kind of natural disasters again. Ah, uh, not going to happen. <laughs> no. <laughs> I would just be happy if we stopped burning. We stopped burning. Yeah. But then, yeah. Now the problem is it's going to rain next week, which brings mudslides. Right. So, so I'm crossing my fingers. It's just the right amount of rain. Right. To keep it from being a tinderbox here, which it is right now. And at the same time, not getting the ground so saturated that all the vegetation is burned up and it slides down on our houses. Um, (laughs) But you know, California is a great place. But this is what keeps California from being, I mean, it's already got a very fast growing population, but these kind of disasters keep people away a little bit. So we don't become super, super fast growing. We are kind of super fast growing. It's it's not a secret. (laughs) 
And, you know, I thought we'd talk a little bit about something that I don't know about you, but I like to walk around my neighborhood. And one of the things that I like to do, especially since I spend a lot of time with rabbits is, you know, and of course we work with dogs in the shelters, but I kind of know all of my neighborhood dogs, but my husband just gave me this awful nickname and he calls me the dog stalker. <laughs> so <laughs> why would he call you that, Michelle? Well, I just, when I go walking around the neighborhood, I say hello to all of the neighborhood dogs. I know them by now. You even cross the street when you see a dog, right? Well, well, this is what's going on. And I don't know if it's just me. I'm starting to feel a little bit bad about it because some of my neighbors are now crossing the other way, I think, because I want to play <laughs> with their dogs too much. And there's, there's one of my neighbors who has this beautiful, white, fluffy dog. And she is just amazing. And by the way, I'm not the only one. Like, there's a line of people waiting to pet this particular dog, Lulu. And her mom has freely given me permission to pet yeah, her. Yeah, I always ask permission before I touch an animal, just like, just because it feels invasive to the animal. And I want to make sure that the animal feels comfortable. Right. So is it okay? You know, does, so does your doggy like pets or whatnot? You know, usually they do. So you, it's always good to ask, but I did ask her mom and which is super weird. Cause I know all the dog names and I don't know the names of the mom and dad, <laughs> which is weird in itself. But she said, sure, go ahead and pet Lulu. But the other day, when I went to pet Lulu, she was there with someone else from the neighborhood. And I literally live like two streets over. And we're in a gated community. And she started grueling me about where I live. And, and now I realize at this point, I know I'm on television, but you know, many times when I'm walking, I have, you know, I'm, I'm not out working. So I have my workout clothes on and they're covered with white bunny fur. So I don't know if I'm starting to look like someone who would Some not- Some crazy cat lady or something? Well, is not, that what they're thinking? That, but I'm like, what does this lady think that I don't live in the neighborhood and I just sneak in here <laughs> to, pet, to pet Lulu? And I'm like, no, I live two streets over on, you know, <laughs> when I told her the name of my street and all the houses in my neighborhood look exactly the same. So I'm like, but we're the ones, it's, you know, white and we just changed the light fixtures because <laughs> they are kind of the same. Um but yeah, she's literally grilling me and almost kind of kicked me out, which... So have you seen Lulu since? No, of course I've seen Lulu since. Yes. And just to validate that everyone in the neighborhood, which I know, goes and pets Lulu, there was a, her next door neighbor was there waiting to pet Lulu after me. There was like a line to pet Lulu. But I'm just wondering, like, am I the dog stalker like my husband says? Am I like... An, a nuisance to my neighbors? Well, I don't, I, as you know, have cats. Um, so I don't walk dogs. So I'm trying to think how would it, I think that maybe a dog walker might feel irritated by somebody who interrupts their walks a lot. So maybe that's why. I'm doing and maybe a sad she to talk face to her now. friend. Well, no, this is the thing. Lulu doesn't get walked very often. Oh, she's the house she's in. That's why I think everyone in the neighborhood goes to visit her. We come to visit her. She lives in a house that has like a courtyard with a gate. So you can pet her through the gate and she just loves it because she seems like she wants to just be with people all the time, but she's outside a lot. 
And the other neighbor actually walks Lulu for this lady because she's a little bit older. Oh. But she doesn't get – it's not like I'm stopping them on a walk. So oh, we, we're I literally – and I know that everyone has cameras and everything. And I asked the mom and she said it was fine to go there. And everyone else goes up and puts their hand through the bars. So I'm like, I'm not a dog stalker. I have permission. But, but you, you're a dog stalker who has permission. I mean, All right. <laughs> So yeah, let me ask, did you bring dog treats? My dad used to bring dog treats to the the local, the dog who was uh, at the grocery store. I do not bring dog treats because much like humans, every dog has their own particular diet and nutritional needs. And I don't want to give a dog a treat unless, like, especially with Lulu, since her mom's frequently not there. I don't know what kind of diet she's on or allergies she may have. I love that. Michelle, <laughs> and it's because you as a human, you have a, a, a Michelle, she lives on air pretty much. <laughs> no, I do not. I eat, eat a plant-based whole foods diet. Yeah. So. But you, yeah, it's gluten-free though. And no, I'm not. Really I'm healthy. actually not gluten-free. Oh, I'm, su- I'm sugar-free. Oh, which in itself to me is really hard. I'm, I'm actually not eating sugar either right now. Yeah, sugar is not great for you. It no. ruins your skin. And it's very bad for our animals. Too. Yeah, it's, it's like a not a great thing. So I'm sugar free, but I am very cognizant of dietary needs in humans and in animals. Yes, so, you are. So I it's good to bring treats if you're visiting dogs and maybe they're having a walk and you say, oh, can they have such and such treat and ask first? But I just wouldn't give them that because you just don't know what kind of allergies they may have. You wouldn't give it to them through the bars of the, at the house. Not without knowing yeah, first. Yeah. I wouldn't give them a treat. Yeah. But she just loves getting scratched. Okay, so. The verdict is I'm not really a dog. Oh, wait, no. The verdict <laughs> is you're a dog stalker, but you have permission. <laughs> I don't like artists. I don't know if that's I'm, possible. You're a stalker with permission. You're a nice stalker. You know what? I just love the dogs. They love pets. I'm just leaving it at yeah, that. Yeah, go for it. Don't worry about the humans. Go to our, the humans don't want you around. They need to tell you. Go to our Facebook page and let me know if I'm a dog stalker. <laughs> Which, by the way, our Facebook page is uh, facebook.com slash Animal Angels TV. And there's a lot of groups named Animal Angels. So make sure you go to Animal Angels slash TV. And you know what? And I know we have some exciting things on our next episode. But before we talk about that, I want to remind everyone to spay and neuter their pet very important to controlling the pet population and remember to adopt and don't shop. Yeah. Don't, don't buy animals that are bred. We'll talk about that in a later show because I really want to talk about the benefits of having adopted animals. There's so many of them. Yes, yes, yes. And you know, one of the things before we wrap up, I find is a tremendous benefit about adopting animals is that most of the rescues have had some time with these animals and they know the personality. So that way you're going in, let's say you're someone who's like an active hiker. And so maybe you want a little bit of a bigger dog and wants to be outside all the time. Now I want a dog you can carry around in a bag and can be dressed in little jeweled colors and things like that. So you want to find the right dog for your personality and for your household and activity level and that type of thing. And the rescues will know that, you know, whereas when you get a puppy, which is great if you want to adopt a puppy, but the big difference between adopting a puppy and an older dog is you kind of know what you're getting into a little yeah. bit more. Yeah. We've, we've, I've never adopted a little, little animal because I like to get the older animals because they're harder to adopt. So they are, but also because you do, you get a sense of who, who they are and who they're going to be. And so, you know, if they're a good fit for you. So yes, adopt. Um, we also feature a lot of animals up for adoption from across the country on Animal Angels. So uh, please visit 
our Facebook page. Again, it's facebook.com Animal Angels TV. And uh, in our next podcast, we're talking a little bit earlier about your kitty and having some peeing issues. And I know we're going to be talking to a pet psychic about uh, just that issue and also talking about a couple of my little darling bunnies. Yay! Well, thank you all for listening and we look forward to uh, being with you next time. Thank you so much. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.